Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with me, Fabe Slow. Big apologies for not updating this podcast in forever, but I have had a couple of very rubbish weeks as far as my health has went. So I originally had an ear infection for three weeks, then vomiting diarrhea for two days, even though that might be a little TMI, and I also then completely lost my voice for a few weeks. But, yep, you know how life gets in the way, but, yep, I'm getting back to this now. But in case you are new to listening to this podcast, I just also wanted to take a quick moment to say that this is a podcast where I talk about the most accessible modern day technologies, as well as covering technology that is a wee bit less accessible for disabled people while also giving advice to technology companies about how they can make their technology even more accessible, which is something I have been interested in for years, since I can only use my head and I can't use any other part of my body to get a one day-to-day activities. But in today's episode, however, you're going to hear me reacting to Apple's October event, which, yes, I know, October now seems weeks ago, as we're now in December. But as I said, health got in the way. But there's also a video that you can see or all about this over on my YouTube channel, PL Tech Reviews, as well. However, since it has taken me a couple of weeks to get this episode out, it has also allowed me time to gather together a few small facts about the event itself. So without any further ado, let's get back into the additional notes part of this of this podcast where I give you a wee tiny bit of facts about technology. So some additional notes about the most recent Apple October event include that it was dubbed the Scary Fast Mac event online and was the first Apple event to take place in the late evening or late at night, depending on where you were on Halloween Eve. Though Tim Cook didn't appear in a Dracula costume or with a scary voice, which was disappointing for some. Nevertheless, In addition to the product announcements and the novel approaching to filming the event, all the presenters, locations and home footage was all filmed on an iPhone 15 Pro Max. 
And that is, of course, a film that was announced earlier this year during Apple September event, although it may not seem worth it yet exactly for all people. Moving on past the additional notes section, however, I'd also like to just mention that if you'd like to watch a full unedited or cut-down version of the video that the main audio for this episode comes from, you can find a totally unedited version of it over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash which I'm hoping will be forward early releases of the Accessible Technology Podcast as well as fully unedited versions of reaction videos but nevertheless it is linked below so if you would like to check that out despite the fact that I haven't exactly planned everything out about it at the minute I hope you enjoy it anyway but now that I have said all of that let's get straight in to this reaction. Good evening and welcome to Apple Park. Um, she really couldn't have dressed up a wee bit more. Come on, that's a little bit disappointing just with a shirt. Tonight we're doing something special to celebrate a product we all love, the Mac. Like we just saw, the Mac inspires us to be creative, to be productive, and to do the best work of our lives. Tonight we're introducing a new family of breakthrough chips and bringing them to the world's best pro laptop, MacBook Pro. Here's Johnny to tell you more. Apple Silicon has completely redefined the Mac laptop experience. Every aspect of its architecture is designed for performance and power efficiency. Tonight we're doing something we haven't done before. As we bring our latest technologies to a broader set of users more rapidly than ever. We are launching the next generation of Apple Silicon for the Mac by debuting three breakthrough chips, introducing M3, M3 Pro, and MP Max. They feature a number of groundbreaking technologies and show how far Apple Silicon for the Mac has come since the debut of the M1 family. To start, they are the first chips for a personal computer built using the industry-leading 3 nanometer technology. The biggest advancement comes with the GPU. The M3 family of chips introduces a next-generation GPU that takes the largest leap forward in graphics architecture ever for Apple Silicon. It starts with a new microarchitecture that has a breakthrough feature we call dynamic caching. In a traditional graphics architecture, software determines the amount of local GPU memory that's allocated to upcoming tasks at compile time. This results in reserving the same amount of memory for every task based on the needs of the single most demanding task. In our next generation GPU, local memory gets dynamically allocated in hardware in real time. So only the exact amount of memory that is needed is used for each task. This dramatically increases the average utilization of the GPU 
which significantly increases performance for the most demanding co-ops and games. This next-generation GPU also brings new rendering features to Apple Silicon, like hardware-accelerated mesh shading. Finally, the new GPU architecture brings hardware-accelerated ray tracing to and four 3D rendering apps can produce stunning ray-traced visuals faster than ever. The state-of-the-art technologies in the M3 family of chips result in a huge leap forward for Apple Silicon for the Mac. And with our scalable architecture, we tailor each M-series chip for different user needs, starting with the M3 chip. It features an 8-core CPU and our next-generation 10-core GPU and is up to 65% faster than M1. M3 Pro scales up that design with increased capabilities for users who need even more performance. It has a 12-core CPU, an 18-core GPU, and is up to 40% faster than M1 Pro. And finally, M3 Max takes it even further. It features a 16-core CPU and a 40-core GPU, and it now supports up to a massive 128 gigabyte of unified memory enabling AI developers to work with even larger transformer models with billions of parameters. M3 Max is up to 80% faster than M1 Max. So that's the groundbreaking M3, M3 Pro, and M3 Max. Now to tell you about the incredible new product that gets these new chips, I'll hand it over to John. We're thrilled to introduce the third generation of M-series chips. Their tremendous performance and power efficiency take MacBook Pro to a whole new level. Our vision for MacBook Pro is to deliver extraordinary performance and remarkable capabilities without sacrificing portability. Introducing the new MacBook Pro. It raises the bar yet again for what a Pro laptop can do. And to tell you all about it, here's Kate. Let's begin with the 14-inch MacBook Pro. It now starts with the M3 chip, making it the ideal laptop for users pursuing their passions. Whether you're a student, entrepreneur, creator, or combination of all three, you'll find everyday tasks lightning fast. And when you're using pro apps or playing games, the advanced thermal system allows you to sustain the phenomenal performance of M3. In fact, the 14-inch MacBook Pro with M3 is up to 60% faster than the 13-inch MacBook Pro with M1. Next, let's talk about the 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pro with M3 Pro, which provides even greater performance and additional unified memory. For users with more demanding workflows, with M3 Pro, MacBook Pro is up to 40% faster than the 16-inch model with M1 Pro. So stitching together and manipulating enormous panoramic photos in Photoshop is much quicker. MacBook Pro with M3 Pro can do all of this while also driving two external high-resolution displays. Now, let's turn to MacBook Pro with M3 Max. For users with extreme workflows, it's an absolute beast. It provides performance and capabilities that push the limits of computing. You can model and iterate remarkably complex 3D content in Cinema 4D with Redshift. And you can do it faster than ever, even while away from the studio. And video post-production work on the highest resolution content in apps like DaVinci Resolve, Premiere Pro, or Final Cut Pro is an absolute breeze. MacBook Pro with M3 Max also supports up to an enormous 128 gigabytes of unified memory. This enables creators to easily work on large and complex projects spanning multiple Pro apps and plugins. 
like Substance 3D Painter, Maya, and Arnold. Or compose huge film scores with Pro Tools. MacBook Pro with M3 Max can drive four high-resolution external displays, providing a vast amount of screen real estate for users who need an even larger canvas. And all models of the MacBook Pro deliver the same phenomenal performance. To top it off, the new MacBook Pro provides up to an extraordinary 22 hours of battery life for the ultimate in Pro portability, whether you're working. It's impressive, but at the end of the day, like how long will it take for that to change? All day or all night. These are the most powerful laptops we've ever created. They're a big upgrade for any user. But for those users who haven't yet upgraded from Intel, the new MacBook Pro will change the game in every way. And on top of this remarkable performance and battery life, you get all these great features. And of course, you also get the industry-leading Liquid Retina XDR display, which is unrivaled for creating and enjoying content. SDR content is displayed at up to 600 nits, which is 20% brighter than before. And users connecting to the studio display, which also supports up to 600 nits, have consistent brightness across their workflows. MacBook Pro with M3 Pro and M3 Max comes in a stunning new color that's unmistakably pro. And here it is. Introducing MacBook Pro in space black. So that's the remarkably powerful and capable new MacBook Pro. With the power of the M3 family of chips, up to 22 hours of battery life, a stunning Liquid Retina XDR display, and advanced connectivity. Now, back to John. The 14-inch MacBook Pro delivers more performance and capabilities than ever. And while it previously started at $19.99, it now starts at just $15.99. And the 16-inch MacBook Pro with the monumental performance of M3 Pro and M3 Max still starts at $24.99. Like, I am an Apple fan, but, like, still, is that really that much of an improvement as far as cost goes? And we're not done. We have another big treat for our users. We're updating the 24-inch iMac for the first time by giving it the M3 chip. With M3, iMac is up to two times faster than iMac with M1. And you'll feel its speed and power in everything you do, from multitasking across everyday productivity apps to exploring creative passions like editing high-resolution photos. For those who are upgrading from an Intel-based iMac, you'll experience a huge difference in performance and features. Compared to the most popular 27-inch models, iMac with M3 is up to two and a half times faster. And when compared to the most powerful 21 and a half inch iMac model, it's up to a remarkable four times faster. You also get great features like a 1080p FaceTime camera, a six speaker sound system with spatial audio and studio quality mics, which create an unmatched video conferencing experience. In addition, you'll also get the advanced technologies of Apple Silicon, like the neural engine and media engine for incredible machine learning and video performance and the option to choose a magic keyboard with Touch ID. Finally, the integration of iPhone, iMac, and your other Apple devices, together with the performance of M3, boosts your creativity and productivity in fun new ways. 
You can do things like send a message or answer a phone call right from your Mac, or scan a document with your iPhone and watch it instantly appear. So that's the new iMac with the remarkable performance of M3, featuring an expansive 4.5K retina display, faster wireless connectivity, a striking design, and a seamless experience with iPhone. It's the world's best all-in-one. And even with all of these incredible and innovative features, iMac still starts at just $12.99. Now back to Tim. There's never been a better time to experience a Mac, and we're innovating at a tremendous pace. We continue to make huge advances in Apple Silicon with the incredible new M3 family of chips. They're the most advanced chips ever created for a personal computer, taking the best pro laptops in the world and making them even better. And with M3 coming to iMac, the world's best all-in-one gets even more powerful and more capable. This has been a remarkable year one where we've taken our products and platforms further than ever before, as well as introducing entirely new breakthroughs that will shift the way we look at technology and the role it plays in our lives for years to come. Thank you all for joining us. Have a great night. Right. Well, by all means, the updated storage options are by all means good, and more realistic ray tracings plus better graphics is also good but overall I really am more disappointed than anything but I don't think the vast majority of people will really notice a difference between an M1 MacBook or an M2 MacBook when they compare it to an M3 and I think it's only really if you are really high up in the industry that you really will notice a difference and even then it's very little. Yes, the features are good, but by all means, if you like the new black colour, then you may want to get one of these new Macs. However, overall, I just don't feel like it's something that the vast majority of people will be that interested in. Apple, please listen because what you really need to bring out to interest more people in the new advancements of the Mac would be Face ID on a Mac. That would be something that I think would make people want to upgrade. But yeah, overall, yeah, I don't think they really announce anything that spectacular. But anyway, what do you think about the technology that was announced in Apple's October event this year? Was there anything you liked or disliked? And have you ordered anything that was announced 
What have you decided to settle for a couple of earlier releases instead? If you are going to upgrade any of your Mac technology, if you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on. This podcast is available to listen to on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible on Google Podcasts, although that's due to be shut down next year. Although you can get the same podcast on YouTube podcasts and it is of course available on Spotify which I believe is still the world's biggest audio company and music production company. However, you could also send me your thoughts by going over to the contact page over on my Vapes Now Tech Reviews site, pltechreviews.co.uk, or otherwise over on my other website, vapelow.com. If you're interested in watching the other videos on accessible technology that I have uploaded on the internet before, you can find more of them over on my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel, which will be updated later on today because I yesterday reached my first goal of reaching 50 subscribers on that. And therefore, later on today, you'll be able to find a video of me showing you how I can use a computer despite being paralysed from the neck down. And yes, there might also be a podcast episode coming out tomorrow about all of that as well. I do sort of prefer to upload new podcast episodes on different days instead of at different times throughout the one day. So yeah, that will hopefully come out tomorrow and you can find it by just searching for this podcast on any of the other platforms that you listen to it on. However, if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos. You can also find them by searching for the channel Feebstyle Journalism which I am on getting back to maybe uploading videos to next week although that might have to change depending on how Many things are going on in my life, honestly guys. Life has really just got in the way at the minute and yeah, I don't really want to make too much of that public but yeah, I will hopefully get back to the channel Feebstow Journalism before Christmas. And while I'm on that note, if you would also like to find a podcast version of everything that I upload to Feebstow Journalism. You can find them by searching for the Feebstow Podcast and that is available on Apple Podcasts, 
I'm listening to my second audible on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. I'm not really going to follow a set schedule with uploads as much as I was in the last year because I do have a couple of work things that I need to sort out as well. But it is likely that we might get two or three episodes per week because there's a wee bit more content I need to get out. So, although I might have to change things around for work, I will try to update this podcast as regularly as I can and it will at least include a few episodes per month. The next few episodes that come out are going to be software reviews, such as a review on macOS Sonoma, which is the current operating system, as well as iOS 17 for the iPhone and the iPad. But uh, I hope you enjoy them when they do come out. If you would like to contact me on Twitter or X as it is now, you can follow me by just searching for at Lyle. And if you would like to check out my Instagram, you can find that by searching for the real Lyle. You can also follow the Feebslow Tech Review site as well and the link will be to that in the description along with the Patreon which you can of course find and you can also follow the Instagram for PL Tech Reviews by searching for at PL Tech Reviews on Insta but anyway thanks for listening and I'll talk to you in the next one bye